The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com. Three, two, one. Every human came to earth with a gift. And they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Yo, hey man, how you work this radio? You're not listening to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire. Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates. Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Good morning, it's the Tie and Hoodie Show right here on 93.5 K-Day. Thank you for having us each and every Sunday. I'm your host, Trevon Smith, with my co-host, Andrew Jesse Coba. Good morning, good morning, listeners. Thank you, K-Day Nation. Thank you, Internet. You know, today we're doing full throttle Zoom, you know, because of this COVID thing. You know, so we're, be- we're being careful. Right? has has presented us with some uh, unprecedented times, but I think the world is doing a great job, uh, you know, managing it and figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're doing our part, you know, you know, normally we'll be t- together. I mean, we're both healthy, but we wanted to make sure we take extra precaution, you know, to make sure that, um, you know, we're safe for ourselves and our family. And yes, yes sir. well, here we go. Each and, uh, every, every Sunday, listeners, we're here for you. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure for me to be here. It's a chance for us. I call it my council session. I get to learn something each and every week. I'm excited about the positivity. It starts on Sunday morning with you guys right here on K-Day, 6.30 to 7 a.m. Uh, as you know, all our shows are sponsored by ICC Lending. Where, uh, you can, it's the home of various mortgage loans, all kinds of mortgage loans. So definitely go check them out, ICCLending.com. Today's guest, uh, I, I can't wait because I'm, I, I'm not familiar with the area, but I've, I have a background in uh, radio, so all I hear is rappers talk about the Hamptons. So yeah. uh, he's, he's the head of the uh, Nest Seekers private client. That's number one. He was a cast member of the Netflix hit show Million Dollar Beach House. Okay, we got celebrities in the house today. Yeah. Uh, he was also featured in the New York Times, the New York Post, the Vanity Affair, Fox Business TV, in which I do check out Fox Business TV. I'm mm-hmm. a fan of Fox Business TV, getting down to the numbers. Um, he has a decade of real estate experience. Um, so if you're an individual investor, a developer, and you have, if you have any business in the, on the East Coast, Dealing with the mighty, mighty Hamptons. It's only one man you need to see, Mr. Noel Roberts. How are you doing today? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing well. I, I love that intro. <laughs> As we try, you know, make you feel welcome, yeah. man. Yeah, we, we, we try. We're, we're, we're grateful. Like I said, I'm, I personally have been a follower. I've, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram, mostly on LinkedIn, and I see all the awesome, you know, um, content that you you deliver and post and all the experiences so it's a pleasure to have you here today thank you for coming on board an honor honor is mine appreciate it so so real quick just tell us you know one minute intro who you are what you do and you know 
so our listeners can kind of get to know you a little bit better. Great. So my name is Noel Roberts. Uh, I currently live full-time in the Hamptons and I help people who are interested in the Hamptons' most coveted properties, I like to say, whether it's land or uh, high-end homes, whether they're looking to rent, to buy, or to purchase, or to invest. I, I had a quick question, you know, just bring uh, Storm in, rattling. Is, so I've been to Miami. I've never been to that. Is it kind of like Star Island, or is, it, is that not comparable? Uh, you know, Star Island would be probably the higher end. Okay. Um, oh, I close to the words of hiring, you know, yeah. yeah, Star Island, you know, you have homes that are, you know, 15, 20, $30 million. Okay. Um, and you have the same, uh, homes up here in the Hamptons and it's the similar clientele. Yeah. So we have a season out here, a set season is usually Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's when the most action typically occurs okay. this year, a little bit different with COVID it's become a little bit more of a year round community, which is great for, for business mm-hmm. and for people who have flocked out of Manhattan into sort of the, the suburbs or all the way out to the Hamptons. And if you're not familiar with the Hamptons, we're just a couple hours East of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so typically you know, in the off season, we'd be following our clients down to Miami and because that's a lot of them have second homes down in, in Florida, South Florida, Palm Beach, Miami area. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our clients are staying put uh, this year and not, not traveling as much. And so very similar clientele. So, so, so let, 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 let's go. Let's go start from the beginning here real quick. And, and if you can let our audience know. You are, at, you know, like I connected with you and, and I was basically saying, hey, how does somebody get to be Noah Roberts? How does somebody get to be at your level? And you were gracious and humble saying, wow, I'm, I'm not even anywhere yet, you know, um, but, but it, it's pretty clear you've, you've accomplished quite a bit. Um, how did you start? What got you to this point so far? Oh, uh, really, really good question. I think when I was uh, mid to late teens, it was I just wanted to, you know, you want to be somebody, you want to be successful. I think it was just not wanting to be sort of the average. Maybe sports and athletics helped with that. Uh, Believe it or not, I was pretty high level competitor in the ping pong world, junior Olympics, China. I've traveled. I've been all over the world as a semi-professional ping pong player as a kid. Um, you, you, you say ping pong, but in Africa, where I'm from, Nigeria, we call it table tennis, right? T- table tennis, table tennis, ping pong. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, That's what I want to make sure people knew that, yeah. In China, believe it or not, they call it ping pong. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever term you're familiar with. So, yeah, I, my dad started us. I have a twin brother, identical twin brother. He started us when we were five or six years old. It was a little bit like Venus Serena. We played okay. all different types of sports, but we were really good at table tennis. Okay. And, uh, I think it opened me up to traveling and competition and just kind of wanting to be the best. And I uh-huh. think athletes tend to have that drive. If you've excelled in athletics, you kind of want to excel. You know what it's like to be at the top of the game in other fields. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it was 16, 17, I just, you know, ping pong. I mean, it's great travel, but there's not a tremendous amount of money in ping pong. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And uh, uh, my brother-in-law, gave me a Rich Dad Poor Dad book by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh-huh. And that kind of opened my eyes to real estate and wealth creation, if you want, mm-hmm. and, you know, making money. And I thought, oh, this should be something I, I can see myself getting behind and investing some time into and learning. And so 
my story is a little bit unorthodox. I don't know if it would be the same way that I'd even raise my child. I came from a very educated family. My father's a PhD chemist mm -hmm. and uh, was a professor at uh, Howard University. Okay. And, you know, I really wanted to get into the working world as a high schooler. I didn't want to go, the idea of going to school for another four years wasn't that enticing to me. I was, since I was a young kid, I wanted to be successful. Uh -huh. uh, and so I played with the idea of not going to college and that didn't go over too well in the household. And uh, I remember the comment very distinctly, if you don't go to school, you're going to be flipping burgers. Yeah. Uh, I think that's and I think a lot of my drive in those early years was kind of from those comments and kind of wanted to prove my everybody, you know, my family and my friends wrong that I could be successful. And so I ended up not going to school. We started a real estate company out of high school, um, kind of working with investors to renovate homes in the Twin Cities where I grew up in Minnesota, where mm -hmm. I'm originally from. And so I think it's it, it's a long story, but this really put a sharp in the sword and to your question here, I think it's just like a, a drive. Uh, some would say it's unhealthy. I think now 10 years into my journey, I know where the boundary line is in terms of a healthy drive and unhealthy drive and learning how to do other things mm -hmm. uh, as well. It certainly hasn't been a straight line, but purely self-motivation. It can't be, you got to develop a, a level, I guess, of self-motivation and determination, uh, and it can come from a variety of places. I think mine came from initially externally, and then it became an internal drive to just want to be successful. And I think that's very important for our listeners that listen worldwide as well as right here in Los Angeles on K-Day to hear the, like uh, we, I say it each and every week, so hopefully it doesn't sound cliche about the testimony. So there was an external drive that 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 traversed into a, to an internal drive and and maybe college isn't the option for everyone, but from what I hear from you and a lot of people is you have to have a plan. And if you back it with the, the, uh, the business ethic and the motivation behind it, you can become successful, but you have to have a plan and be organized about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was big on journal journaling a little bit when I was a kid, 17, 18. I, mm -hmm. I thought I'm going to be successful let me start writing the story now so yeah. I don't have to go back when I'm, I'm on a stage somewhere. So me and my brother, we literally would write, here's how we did it. And it was very detailed. Yeah. Some people have dream boards. Some people, um, you know, cut out magazines of kind of what they want. Some people, you know, want to write a book. But what if you right then and there at the beginning of your journey wrote down a descriptive uh, piece uh, yeah. and almost as if it's an expose before it's even happened and yeah, I did yeah. that a lot when I was younger uh -huh. mm -hmm. and it's like it takes a vision board and it turns it into like HD super descriptive mm -hmm. uh, of like what you want and how you accomplish something and then look it may not turn out the exact way but it really kind of ingrains in your head what you should be doing every single day every single month kind of to get you to point A to point B. So so you, you didn't go to college with you know, by, by choice, mm -hmm. but you, but you got education, you got educated in a different level, you know, and, and I think a lot of people who are listening right now, they're thinking, you know, 
I need to get that education so I can get that job so I can make that money. You know, uh, you know, so it's, it, if I'm thinking about all of these things, how, how can somebody who's 18, 19, 20, or even somebody who's 40, 45 listening to us right now, and they want to start from scratch, what, what would be your advice to them? Looking back. Information, right? More important than anything else when you're starting from the beginning is you need knowledge. Somebody else out there has it. It's, mm -hmm. it's either locked away in their mind or they've written it down somewhere, but you have to go out and get it. For me, I was in the early stages of learning about real estate. I was on the internet. I was on webinars. I was researching people's different programs and books and things of that nature. So I was consuming a tremendous amount of information. Um, so that's step one. But a lot of people get on this, this track of just being a seminar junkie and an information uh, junkie. And it's, it's like, that's where they get off is the next program, the next book, the next mentorship thing out there. And that's probably 10% of where you're going to get uh, the information. It, it can't mm -hmm. be like you're studying for, for a test. Life isn't a, a test in that way. You know, you need scars out on the battlefield. And so oh. it was just going out and doing it. It was going out and telling people that I would do things. I remember the first, very first property that I looked at, it was a rental property. I remember the address. It's in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I met with the landlord who's looking to sell this property. Now, I didn't have a 20 bucks in my bank account at 17 years old, 18 years old. Uh, you know, my funds were coming from an investor, but I was so confident and sure of myself, you know, at the end of this meeting of him showing me this, uh, his portfolio of homes, he said, look, you've bought and sold a lot of properties in this area. What do you think I can get for this thing? Now, mind you, I hadn't bought and sold anything. <laughs> and so, you know, you got to know enough to get to the table. You've got to walk a certain way and speak a certain way and carry yourself a certain way, uh, extremely professional. I mean, act as if people yeah. say fake it until you make it. I like to say act as if act as if you've done it a million times before and kind of go with that into your meetings, into your phone calls and things of that nature. And people will just assume if you've assumed never lie or be dishonest about your, your level of skill set, but just act as if you've done something a million times before and then go out and do it a million times. Your 10,000 iterations, as they say, it doesn't need to take 20 years to do 10,000 iterations. You could hammer that out in a short amount of time. Uh, but definitely getting out there and putting your assumptions to test uh, in the real world is, is the quickest way to learn. Oh, man. I, I loved everything you were just talking about right now. If, if you notice me, I, I'm a note taker. I'm mentally just, just absorbing it all. But there's a couple of things I want to ask you about. Uh, number one. Have you went back and looked at any of the notes that you wrote down and said, wow, this really came to, to be? That's number one. And number two, I wanted to get your opinion as far as where the real estate um, market is going as of right now. Do you think it's becoming what you're doing? I see you doing the interviews and, uh, and things amongst that. Is it becoming more of a digital world? So I want to get your opinion on, on, on that as well as far as like the media drive, the digital media drive. But the number one thing I want to know, did you go, do you go back and have you looked at any of those notes and say, wow. So here's the thing. I haven't 
there might have been one or two times, but I haven't allowed myself okay. to really take stock of where I am. I got you. Every day I wake up and I tell myself, man, I'm just one deal away. I'm one relationship away. I'm one connection away. My goals have increased 10 times that of where they were when I was 18 years old. And look, uh, especially men in particular, we have this like insatiable drive, which there can be a negative to that where you never feel fulfilled and you're never, you never really feel successful and you're always chasing. Um, so there is a negative side to that. And so I'm always practicing gratitude of where I am, Uh Uh, but at the same time, um, increasing my goals and my vision Uh is much, much different from where it was, you know, 10 years ago. Okay. So yeah, if, if, if I was to stop, yeah, I I have, I'm certainly living a lifestyle now and surrounded by a lifestyle that, you know, I certainly dreamed of. Um, But even back then I was comfortable, you know, thinking about it so many times, that's a big thing. People say, uh, uh, you may have heard it said, you know, act as if, or be comfortable. And that's how you achieve certain things. I'm comfortable now. I was comfortable even back before I had the things that I have now or the relationships, which is much more important than any one thing. Um, And so I'm comfortable and I'm always looking towards what's next. And so uh, sure, a couple of those things I've I've done and I've achieved, and uh, but I'm again, I'll always say it. I'm about five percent of where I think my potential is. Okay. Um, well, to your, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. Yeah, sorry. No, but to your to your next thing in terms of what's digital, yeah, I mean, the, this is this is definitely the digital and the information age, um, kind of the days of working at the same company and you know, for your gold watch after 40 years, that's sort of our parents' uh, generation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so everything has gone digital, gone to the internet. Uh, Every few years, a new app or something pops up where people are becoming successful. For business, yeah, media is where, you know, where majority of advertising dollars are going. Um, I spend a tremendous amount of my time actually on LinkedIn. People would think I spend more time on Instagram, but actually spend most of my time on LinkedIn in terms of networking and building my business. Okay. Um, and reason for that is twofold. Uh, average household income is higher. I deal with, with high valued luxury homes. And so that's where I do most of my networking and my business building. Um, and the organic reach is, is pretty good on Instagram as well. Meaning you post something, the amount of people that see it as opposed to having to do a paid promotion. So I do a lot of marketing on Instagram. I'm sorry, on LinkedIn. And then Instagram, I spend my second most time on. Okay. Um, but if I was advising a business, I'd say, hey, be on TikTok. I'd say be on, uh, be on all of them, first of all, but definitely be on TikToks and Instagrams and things like that. Um, was that kind of what you meant by the... All that's incited for people that's listening, maybe starting businesses or whatnot, mm-hmm. just to hear somebody with your experience you know, what, what you target as a market, but I, I was just interested in hearing as far as what you were saying that as far as it's going more digital as of now, especially under the circumstances may have forced it a little faster than it was. Oh, look back in March. So in my market, there's sort of a new generation coming up nest seekers, which is my real estate brokerage. There's a lot of young, you know, late 20, 30 somethings. So it's a young firm, but mm-hmm. 
know, it's kind of guarded by the old guard and the older crowd, people who are, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, who've been out here all their life, who are maybe brokers now. And when COVID happened, I was getting calls from you know, older brokers saying, hey, have you heard of this Snapchat thing? What do you make of this whole, this Instagram thing? Yeah. And so a lot of people had to discover the internet uh, way back in the springtime okay. and start utilizing it for business and things of that nature but you know i'm you know i've been on these platforms for a very very long time and so um media has changed business has changed zoom you know i knew about zoom years ago but everybody discovered zoom uh this year so you kind of got to be on the cutting edge depending of course on what your industry is but i'm always trying to pay attention to kind of what's coming next okay so so let, let me jump in because we probably have i mean we have a half an hour show which goes by really fast and hopefully we can you know be gracious i mean you can be gracious enough to be a guest again some other time but what i want to dive deep into right now for all of those who are listening our guest today is noah roberts you know you can go to the website www.noahroberts.com noah roberts it's a multi-million dollar real estate sales you know success i mean there's so much accolades to your name but let's just put it that way and we are trying to learn from you and, and just trying to grace, you know, your presence today to just tell us your story and where you came from and where you are. Um, you've, you didn't go to college, you, you know, you, you, you went, you know, s- school of, you know, rough, whatever you want to call it, but you're school here. Of hard knocks. School of hard knocks, you know, and, and now <laughs> um, going forward, um, what's next? you so i you know i'm still i think of myself as still fresh um somewhat new the hamptons world is not the world that i grew up in i grew up in a two three hundred thousand dollar house somewhat of a suburban neighborhood i suppose a suburb of saint paul minnesota you know middle class family um and so i'm comfortable but still new in this world and there's still a lot of things that I want to do to elevate my business um you know I've been in the dealing with high-end real estate now for about four years and I've kind of launched some ancillary businesses private client members is one of them where we kind of it's like a concierge so if you you need a you need a Lamborghini for a week you need a private jet you need a to charter a yacht for a weekend to take your family out to a restaurant and then charter back so we're putting together packages like that for, for clients. And so we're just sort of branching out. Um, I like when it comes to branching out to do other things, I like to do other things that kind of still come back to my main core business, which is of real estate. And so it's just sort of finding other ways to help kind of the same clientele um, to bring business back to what is my core love and passion, which is high-end real estate. And so um I'm, I love deals. I love making deals. I'm getting involved in some development projects as well wow. out in the Hamptons. Um, you know, buying and selling, transacting. You know, that's how you kind of really uh, build wealth and uh, equity in transactions. That's if you were to ask me, how do you make money? It's equity in transactions. And so you got to be buying and selling something. You got to be principal in the deal. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm transitioning to uh, now. Um, so look, I'd love to be, you know, 
five, four, five years from now, one of the youngest and most successful developers um, that kind of is not from here and not from this market. So that's kind of where I see myself in the, in the sh- nor- in like near term future. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, so, so it's, it's easy. It's, you know, basically, Trevor, and I'll let you take it on from here. But, but what, what I'm hearing you saying is you just started. And just because you didn't start in that environment doesn't mean you cannot break into an environment that you want to get to, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I love to... Let me back up. People always say that, you know, you want to see yourself represented. We like to talk about representation and seeing ourselves represented. Uh, But someone's got to make the first move. Right. And so I'm really big on going into rooms and neighborhoods and and meetings and conference halls where uh, you don't see anybody who, who looks like me. I remember the very first real estate conference I went to when I was 17, this Rich Dad Poor Dad conference. We're the youngest in that room by far, by three, four decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly nobody else looked like me or talked like me. And so, um, you know, just breaking down barriers, doing things that people may not overtly say to my face that I don't have the ability to do, but I know they might, might be thinking it. And yeah. so I, that's what I like to chase. And I think developing homes uh, in the Hamptons would be a great uh, next step for me. I kind of have my hand in some development projects already whether it was helping the developer find the land or find the money. Um, but to really be on the ticket is kind of what I want to do next. Mr. Roberts, we got a couple minutes left, but I wanted to talk to you about, uh, I don't want to uh, introduce it as a new venture, but the uh, Noel Roberts uh, Insider. Can you talk a little bit about that and what's going on? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I started this mastermind uh, recently, I actually just Pat launched it a couple of days ago and a number of people asked me if I'd consider uh, mentoring or things of that nature. And one-on-one is just difficult because I'm, st- I'm a real guy with real businesses and, you know, and transacting uh, every single day. So to invest the amount of time in one or two people is tough. And the last time I did something like this, believe it or not, I'm 29 now is when I was 21, I put together a little, uh, ebook, I wrote a couple of ebooks and a program about the advanced kind of marketing systems that I was using in my business at the time. I had a couple of uh, students and I found myself when I was 21, I, I had stopped and I was like, what am I doing? I'm 21. I think I'm cool because I'm coaching, you know, a number of people kind of around the country, but I'm not, again, I'm not 5% of where I could be. So why don't I put my head down, go back to work. And at some point I'll pop my head back up and maybe help a few more people. And so it just so happened that the next time my head popped back up, it was on Netflix and I'm on a TV show. And so here I am again, wanting to just sort of give a little bit of jewels of some things that I've learned in the last several years to get to this point. There may come a time where I decide to put my head down again and disappear from the world. And who knows where I pop back up again. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm calling it insiders. It's a little mastermind. Um, I just wanted to, Jot down any, anything that's inspired me that I've learned from and put it in one spot and, uh, you know, have several people uh, benefit from whatever advice that I can give. But more importantly, learn from the people who inspired me. Is there, uh, is there a, web, a website you can share? Yeah, it's Noel, N-O-E-L, Roberts.com okay. forward slash insiders. Gotcha. So, I mean, time goes by so fast, half hour. I mean, we, we will hope that you will 
I'll definitely come back. I'll definitely come back. So we can we can do a part two of this and really deep dive. Maybe do a mini mastermind series and, and let people know that um, you know what, you're gonna get something to take away. This is just an introduction. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh Trevon. Uh hey, each and every week we thank you guys for listening to uh, uh, the Tie and Hoodie Show right here on 93.5K Day. We're here from 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. We try to bring you all this valuable information that I'm a student of, we're all a student of, trying to get better in a world where, where it's always advancing. Uh, if, you, if you need any more of this valuable information, it's at the tieandhoodieshow.com where we'll be having this show up in, in our past shows. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to learn more about Mr. Noel Roberts, it's noelroberts.com, uh, if I'm correct, right, sir? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely we'll, we'll, we'll post that information so we can point people your way from the Los Angeles area. But like he, like Andrew said, we it's, it's a pleasure for us to have you on. I enjoyed the show always, you know, trying mm-hmm. to retrieve as much information as I can. Uh, but, uh, but definitely it was a pleasure. Uh, pleasure is all mine. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, it's uh, all my social on the line is Noel X Roberts, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, you know, Facebook, the whole nine. So I'm easy to find. Okay, so we, we, we are going to go ahead and tag you when this show goes live. So, um, it, it, you know, um, basically, we're going to tag you online and everything and let everybody know where to find you. But thank you so much. We really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you guys so much. And I look forward to our second uh, little podcast. It'll be a second, third, fourth, fifth, man. Come on. on. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, here we go. I'm ready. I appreciate your time. We'll see everybody next week. Have a good one. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Um, Hit us on our social media. Do it now. The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.